Fast thoughts, fast thoughts. I'm Adam Daniel Mize. Abacab. I get it, everybody's happy, they're celebrating. But I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned about a few things. I'm noticing a lot of people celebrating in various American cities without their masks on and gathering together in large groups outside. Isn't there a pandemic going on? I just want to ask, isn't that a little bit unsafe? Don't you feel a little bit unsafe about that? Massive gatherings in some cities celebrating the announcement of a president-elect. Just, maybe that's a bit concerning. I think we should look into that. You know, it's very interesting noticing the parallels between what happened recently in the United States during the last electoral cycle, which is still ongoing. Let's just state that for the record. It hasn't been officially announced yet. But some parallels between that and what happened here in Canada in 2015. For those of you that remember, especially towards the latter part of his final term, Stephen Harper was absolutely vilified by the Canadian public, absolutely vilified domestically, where internationally especially, he was much admired, um, much respected, and I guess to some extent still is. And people were just clamoring for a change. And so the Liberal Party of Canada was able to piggyback upon that energy and succeed in getting into power an extremely unqualified individual who now is the Prime Minister of Canada and has been the Prime Minister of Canada for over five years. The hope would be, I suppose, that Canadians would like their government again or for whatever reasons people absolutely were anti-Harper against the Conservative Party of Canada or the, the government of the time. People thought that better things were on the horizon and what we very quickly um, learned um, in Canada was that the Liberal Party ushered in gargantuan debts and deficits. Uh, so much so, as I just quickly digressing, that in a recent uh, question period in the House of Commons in Ottawa, in the capital city, the Prime Minister, excuse me, the, fi- the Finance Minister, Chrystia Freeland, couldn't even pronounce the debt amount properly. It's $1.26 trillion. That's $1 trillion and $260 billion. She couldn't even pronounce the number correctly, um, much to the amusement of the sitting MPs at the time. Um, so ushered in a government that is, Justin Trudeau did, that is, of a government of mostly unqualified individuals, um, people that were just put into various positions because I guess, I suppose it looked good um, for, domestically it looked good optically or whatever the case may be what is typically referred to as a virtue hire, and people that bungled up a lot of the portfolios. Um, relationship, the relationship between the government of Canada federally and provincially with our indigenous peoples and the condition of, let's just say something as simple as uh, drinking water on indigenous res- reservations, First Nations reservations in Canada is abhorrent. Um, the, the sanitary conditions in a lot of uh, on a lot of native reserves are are just atrocious beyond compare. 
Another thing, unfortunately, that has been heralded in is Canada is a complete laughing stock. I mean, we're always a laughing stock. My American friends will have a good, a good go at me on this one, but we're always kind of a laughing stock internationally. But now we're like a super laughing stock, and Canada has lost a lot of international prestige and respect. Not to mention bringing in corruption, theft. There are there are there are there are sort of um, there's evidence of uh, the Trudeau family siphoning off charitable funds that had been designated for various insider charitable organizations. Um, thousands of dollars went to members of his family, uh, and also um, sort of backhand deals between various international organizations. Um, firing a lot of the very qualified ministers in his then government. Of course, we know about Jody Wilson-Raybould tampering with the, ju- with, 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 the ju- with the judicial system and various other ongoing legal cases and uh, getting rid of Dr. Jane Philpott, very qualified minister as well, senior minister in the Liberal government, things like that. Um, not to mention scandals involving SNC-Lavalin and, um, and, of course, the We Charity, which, I, of course, I just mentioned, and embroiling Canada in a lot of international disputes and basically making our, our U.S.-Canadian relationship, destroying that relationship practically, um, succeeding in destroying that relationship, and basically making Canada look silly, like I said, overall, um, with a very incompetent prime minister who doesn't really um, have a lot of, I don't know, um, useful skills other than just, I suppose, looking good on camera and uh, and saying a lot of um, a lot of gobbledygook on camera. So that's where Canada's at. We have a federal deficit of pushing four hundred billion dollars. Um, it's just astonishes me every time I say that number. Um, that's a gargantuan number that probably we will never see the end of in our lifetime. And then, of course, our national debt is almost one and a half trillion dollars for a country of pushing 38 million people. It's, um, it's just hard to believe. And this is probably what the Americans can expect if Joe Biden remains the president, um, if, if, act, if it in fact passes litigation, if it in, in fact passes the court stage that has yet to be seen, um, there's going to be various um, uh, sort of uh, court appeals and things that are going on in the United States. And then the current president, of course, is sitting in office until the 21st of January 2020. So that's probably what Americans can expect. Another thing, unfortunately, is, you know, as I said, Stephen Harper was much reviled by the Canadian population, but they found very quickly the Canadian population or people that had, let's say, voted in the Liberals and Justin Trudeau, primarily people in Montreal and in Toronto and in Vancouver in the main. Um, they found new enemies to, um, to lambaste and to target. Um, they found new people to, to, to hate, if I can say it like that. And, I mean, just something else I want to tell my American friends is, Okay, I get it now, you know, sort of um, everybody's sort of uh, dancing because um, I'm saying this in inverted commas, my hands aren't free, but der Führer, you know, der Führer is now gone. So now people are basically going to be looking for a new Führer and they're going to be looking for a new someone to hate. But if they think that just because this particular individual is gone, that they're going to be able to live happily ever after unfortunately human nature being what it is they will look for new scapegoats and they will look for new targets to 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 sort of lop their their disenchantment with what's going on 
in the government. And I hate to say it as well, if Biden does succeed in becoming the next president of the United States, then what's going to happen is America will probably go to war somewhere in the world sometime in 2021 to distract, as historically typically happens with regimes that are not able to basically get their finances in order and to pay for, you know, enormous, I don't know, social projects that there basically is no financing for, probably going to go to war somewhere um, in the Middle East again, most likely, uh, hopefully not in the Pacific theater with Taiwan. That would be a very horrendous thing for the world or with North Korea, but probably something along those lines. And I just hope it doesn't go horrendously bad um, because it will be miscalculated. Another thing that I find um, quite amusing are, um, is the fact, and for this we know the historical record on this as well, a president of the time, William Henry Harrison, President Harrison of the 1840s and 1841 in particular. Apparently, historically, the record is that he died in office from some kind of pneumonia complications. But um, clearly, the what is now being referred to as the president-elect has quite a few issues of his own. And with the stresses of office and the various concerns you know, that America needs to be responsible for, he might not very likely succeed in lasting, not even the 31 days. We'll see how that goes. Which means um, that you're going to be putting into office somebody who's rather unqualified to become the president of the United States, either clearly uh, because an individual didn't win the nomination for the Democratic Party to become the president, but of course will achieve, in, will succeed in becoming the president through a constitutional technicality through a quirk, well, we'll call it the American system, which is the two running mates on the same ticket, you know, to ensure continuity of leadership. It's just, it's not going to look good for America, I think, in 2021. There are still a lot of things that need to be, um, we need to wait and we need to see what's going to happen. We need to be patient um, we need to, I mean, I, I would like to say we need to be good to each other, but that's probably a very wishful thinking because there's a colossal amount of hatred in American society, civil hatred. And like I said, just because der Führer is now gone, as people would refer to it as, um, and the various followers, 71, I think now a million Americans had in fact voted for the GOP. And you can't annihilate and I'm saying this almost like humorously, you can't annihilate 71 million people, um, you know, that have a particular political uh, tendency or direction. So I don't know how that's going to happen. It's not looking good for Americans. And again, like I said, if you want to know what you could possibly expect to see in the immediate short term future, just look up here in Canada and see exactly what happened in the five years of the liberal government's rule. Um, astonishingly, um, the Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, I forgot to mention other things like the blackface scandal, wearing blackface and things of that nature, um, saying idiotic things, groping young women at festivals and things of that nature. A lot of questionable, questionable activity. And this Democratic Party that apparently is supposed to become set to occupy the White House in January, this is the party of Harvey Weinstein and and Epstein and a lot of other really creepy, is probably a nice way of saying it, creepy um, personalities. So I don't know, Americans, 
I want to say I wish you luck with it. Um, it affects us all around the globe. But just look to Canada, that apartment above a great party, or at least formerly great party, and you'll see exactly what you can expect soon. So um, that's the deal. I love early Sundays. I swear I love getting up the crack of dawn. I can still run like the wind. I can outrun most guys probably 20 years younger than me. So may that never stop. And may the good times continue to roll. Remember, when you're out there celebrating, put on your mask, separate yourself from somebody by six feet, and don't gather in large groups. Make sure to do that. Make sure to tell everybody when you get together at those political rallies, keep the distance, keep your distance, or go out into the woods like I do. Be on your own, you know? Henry David Thoreau. Fast thoughts, fast thoughts.